You're listening to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Each week, we will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. Be prepared for tears and laughter as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable, so get your boots on. It's going to be messy. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Confessions of a Grieving Mother, Season 3. Season 3. This is Tracy. I am Emma's mom. And Julie Gus's mom. And we are joined in the studio, live and in person. I'm like, this is exciting. You guys are the first ones in studio. It's been a minute. It's been a hot second. Well, it's been a minute since we've recorded. Yes. We took the summer off. Uh-huh. Or two months. Which was, <laughs> that's the summer in Erie, let's be honest. <laughs> you nailed it. Was it. <laughs> very cold last night. It's like, fall is here. It's only August. Um, okay, why don't you introduce ourselves to our, our guests? I'm Tyler. I'm Sarah, and we're Oliver's parents. And um, please introduce yourself the way you said you were going to introduce yourself, Tyler. My oh, name's Tyler. I'm, I'm Tyler. <laughs> I'm a binger. <laughs> I think you're groupie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Are you a super fan? <laughs> we have super fans. It does feel weird. <laughs> to admit fan. it. Mm. No. When we took our two months off, Tyler was one of the, where you reached out to us, didn't mm-hmm. you? And we're like, um, hi, are there more podcasts? <laughs> yeah. We had a couple people we do had a that. Pico, yeah. And we're like, oh yeah, we should probably address that. Yeah. We should post about that. Um, yes. So we, people are listening mm-hmm. and it's cool to hear the response. And to, you know, when we kind of like stop for a minute, people are like, hey, are there, what's going on? Mm-hmm. It's Thursday. There's no episodes. Yeah. Hello, like knocking <laughs> on the door. <laughs> and I am a binger of, of a certain podcast as well. So it's Tracy. We won't put throw that under the bus but um uh when there's not a podcast release we're like what what's happening i know i had that moment of feeling (laughs) yeah so we're back now we know how our super fans feel so we appreciate you guys reaching out and we're honored here that you're gonna tell your story so uh who who are you you said you were oliver's parents um why don't you start with maybe like how you how you met and what that looked like um so we actually met at a christian summer camp like we were both counselors um and it was in between our like college summers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i just graduated from high school so i like went for basic training and then they're like hey we're doing a bible study so like okay and she was actually leading it so i was like oh my gosh this woman is amazing (laughs) and she's clearly out of my league so (laughs) i'll just suffer this summer yeah you were like challenge accepted. Yeah, right? <laughs> so yeah, we just started hanging out, and then the rest is history. Dating, <laughs> courting, started dating, and well, it's like at summer camp, like everything is just so contained, and mm-hmm. so it feels like it's much longer than it actually right. we is. Had, we so knew each other for a month, but it was like we saw it's each like other a, the bachelor every day. Show. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's real day. life. It's like, <laughs> like you'd just be wandering around camp, be like, "Where are they? Are they okay? Yeah. I should like walk in this direction," and then like, "Oh, there they are." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty cool. How long ago was that? That was in 2010. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So So then it was it for you guys. You yeah. dated, you proposed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got engaged yes. in 2011. Okay. Married in 2013. Okay. And what did those conversations look like starting a family? Um, we kind of decided like we were going to just like enjoy being married at first like Mm -hmm. so we went to we went like did vacations we went to universal studios Mm -hmm. and we just like had fun Mm -hmm. and then we were like 
okay, maybe we should just like not try, yeah. but also not not yeah. try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we just, you know, we were just open to it, like whatever happened. And then we had Grayson immediately. Yes. So <laughs> you Grayson blinked. is our four-year-old, okay. and he was born in 2017. Mm-hmm. How was that pregnancy? How was the delivery? What did that look like? Super easy. (laughs) Like, it was a pretty good pregnancy. Like, I was only, like, sick at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And he was really healthy. And it wasn't, like, we didn't have any complications. Mm -hmm. And it was super fast Mm -hmm. labor. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. my water broke at, like, 6.30 that Mm -hmm. night. And we had him by 11. Wow. Like, it was. That is fast. It was very fast. So, like, mm-hmm. everything was really easy with him. and He was a good baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And now he's four. And he's wild. And he's yeah. wild. <laughs> and he has a mouth. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. Yep. <laughs> like, same <scenes. laughs> No, we're not allowed to hide, really, because of him. Because mm-hmm. he'll be front, like, right up the bat, like, hello, my baby died. Uh-huh. Like, oh, oh, okay. Okay, we're going there with yeah. these people. All right. <laughs> Starting off the bat. Listen, that generation needs to be yeah. Yeah. just mm-hmm. gets get to the point. Yeah. yeah. Get this that's exactly how he is. Started. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably a good thing. Okay, so you got your bearings mm-hmm. from having Grayson, and mm-hmm. uh, what did that look like then planning for the next one? We kind of just took the same approach. Like, we're not trying, but we're also not not trying mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. And so um, then we found out we were pregnant with Oliver mm-hmm. um, last year. We It was l- roughly around the same timeline with Grayson mm-hmm. of, you know, November we found out. So we found a little bit earlier in November this time. Okay. Um, and so we knew he was going to be like two weeks earlier-ish. So um, just kind of just going yeah. with the flow and just yeah. – We were, had been through this we, before. Right. And yeah. everything was really exactly. normal. Like nothing was right. not – complicated so. right and i bet grayson was very excited oh he you was producing so excited a baby brother sister mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so excited over the moon mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he was we had to like wait to tell him obviously mm-hmm. my parents live in north carolina so we were waiting until they came up for christmas mm-hmm. like they came up after christmas and we we had told his parents and then we told my parents and then we got him a shirt that said like Santa's bringing me a big brother Aww. so we put it on him when my parents came and he was like running around the house yeah <laughs> so remind me sorry i was just saying the other day i feel like 2020 was gone because of covid i also feel like 2021 now is also gone i kind of don't right. have a sense of time so you're saying this was november of 19 or 2020? Oh, no, I meant 20. 20. 20. Yeah. No, you're fine. So I'm COVID just trying. Baby. I'm oh, just yeah. trying to yeah. figure it out. Everything is just <laughs> complicated. Yeah. 2020. Okay. 2020. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess just keep going. You So you find out you're pregnant in November. You announce to the family in December. Mm-hmm. And due to COVID restrictions, mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed into any of the appointments, mm-hmm. which I was for all of Grayson. So that was kind of hard for us this time around of like, well, I'd like to hear the heartbeat and, right. you know, mm-hmm. be there to make sure I ask the questions that she doesn't, you know, think to ask, you know, mm-hmm. not that she's not intelligent, but just, you know, right. as you're in, yeah, you, you know, maybe you're like, right. right. What did that feel exactly. like for you going to those appointments? I mean, like, since this was our second, I wasn't like, as concerned like yeah. I was like oh I got this and like, with no complications in right. a previous pregnancy you're probably just 
in a different world. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't really think right. a whole lot into mm-hmm. that yet. Were you sick in the beginning, yeah. too? Kind of like Just a, a little bit, yeah. yeah. And that passed quickly. Mm-hmm. A lot more heartburn this time yeah. around, though. <laughs> so much heartburn. I would eat, like, ice, because I like to chew on ice. And then I would get heartburn. Ice gave you heartburn. Ice gave huh. me heartburn. Like, uh, frozen water heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> I had so much heartburn. It is rough on our bodies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is rough. Yes. Before okay. I forget to say this, she is a warrior and yes, my hero, is. so <laughs> this woman can do anything she puts oh, her mind to so it. Sweet. Oh, I love that. She's wonderful. <laughs> okay, so when did you first start kn- knowing something was not going well? Um, it was kind of like a couple days maybe before, like I had an appointment on Monday, so probably like late Saturday, Sunday. And like how many weeks are you at this point? 32 just on the cups of like 33 weeks okay um so we just um like i hadn't felt him move as much but i still like felt him move but it didn't feel the same Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and but like i also had a anterior placenta so like it wasn't as like yeah Okay, um, so for the listeners that don't know what that means, can you maybe a that, dad is listening is like, what is an anterior? So that means placenta? like your placenta is more like in the front mm-hmm. of you, like so when you're feeling the kicks, like it has to go through the placenta before like you yeah. can feel it. So like mm-hmm. it wasn't like his strong. kicks weren't as mm-hmm. strong right. as Grayson's were because of just where everything's was placed. Right. So I didn't really think too much about it and like Sunday morning like he didn't really move a lot in the morning it was more like a nighttime mover so I was like mm. yeah mm-hmm. you know I didn't really think too much about right. it but he was still moving and like yeah. if, after like you would eat like you would you would feel some something, movement yeah but. maybe like a rolling sense yeah. instead of a kicking sense right. or yes. something yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like you know, I didn't really think anything of it. Like, I was a little concerned, but I was like, I have an appointment on Monday. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So then Monday came, and, um, like, we were packing to move, and I had taken the day off because we we were going to move at the end of the week. Wow. <laughs> um, We've been... For the record, we've been renovating a stupid house for the last year. <laughs> so we're like, yeah. we're, we're just on the cusp of moving. Like, it's going to happen this week. And then yeah. life, life got turned upside down. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. so that was going to be like our house for the four of us. Oh. So mm-hmm. um, so I went to my appointment. And I went by myself because, mm-hmm. like, COVID restrictions, they weren't letting him in. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'll be fine. I'll come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Keep packing. Yep. Yeah. Keep packing. <laughs> pick up Grayson from daycare. Yeah. So it'll be fine. Mm. The point was like three o'clock too. It was like at two. Yeah. Two, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, it's no big deal. So I drove to my appointment and, you know, did all my normal things. And the midwife had like a, a an assist, like a student there that mm-hmm. day. So she was the one like do it trying to find the heartbeat at first mm-hmm. so i thought it was like oh it's just the student like they didn't yeah, right. she's they, learning she's learning she yeah. can't find it it's okay yeah. like was it a common thing to not find the heartbeat like you know how obviously but i'm saying like for my pregnancies i have a very hard time finding a heartbeat on a doppler and then they send you to sano make you panic right. go to sano but it's like not uncommon for that to happen. Right. Was it a right. common thing or uncommon thing? For it you? was. It would take like a little bit just because of like where my placenta was right. and everything. Yeah. But like they always found it on the Doppler, mm-hmm. so I just 
thought it was the student. Like, you know. And I I will say for Grayson, there were a couple of times when Mm -hmm. it was kind of, they were having a little bit difficulties, but those doctors were like, I am finding this hard peat no matter what. So So they had um, an ultrasound machine, like not like as a high tech one in the office. So they took me in there and they still couldn't find anything. Mm So they were like, oh, we're going to send you to the hospital. So mm-hmm. at this point, like, I'm panicking. I'm starting to cry. Yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to, like, okay, I need to I need to drive to the hospital now right. by mm-hmm. myself because right. my husband's 35 minutes away. Okay. Like, cause I Driving school bus. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I didn't bring him with me because why would I need right. to? Right. Mm-hmm. So you had to call him mm-hmm. and tell yeah. him to get to the hospital. Yeah, but he was, like, in the middle of his route, so he had to drop all the kids off first. And I had the car seat because we only had one car seat at the time for Grayson. So he had to, like, figure out, okay, um, who can go pick up Grayson from daycare because he's supposed to be picked up. And we're going to be on the – Yeah. We're going to be in Warren because that's that's closest to us. So so his parents went and got him because they have a car seat okay. um but they were at work but so they went and got him from school mm-hmm. like from daycare mm-hmm. um so i'm driving to the hospital and i don't have enough gas in my car because oh i was just like oh i'll be fine right. like i'll get gas out after my appointment right. and then as i'm pumping gas somebody's getting arrested like right in front oh of me and gosh. i'm like this is I, I was like this is like the worst yeah. this is so terrible yeah like it's just uncomfortable to watch and right. I'm like okay just get to the hospital and right. I got there and I'm just sitting in the waiting room and trying not to cry oh. because you know I have to wait for somebody to come get me and I'm trying to hold it together what was going just, through your head I, was, I think at that point I was just kind of praying that you know they were wrong yeah. that their machines are out of date mm-hmm. it was the student who couldn't find it you know just anything even though, like, I feel, I think deep down, like, I, I knew mm. that they were probably right. Had, had you before your loss known of anyone that had a stillborn or even, I don't want to say educated on it, but any of that? I had never met anyone before that had okay. a stillborn baby. Like, we've had friends and family members who've had miscarriages, mm-hmm. but not stillborn. Oh, like, yeah. no one... That I really talked to. Now that like I've gone through it, right. I know of they people. They come out of the sure. woodwork. Yeah. Like yeah, they mm-hmm. even yeah. people that I've known for years now. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I was just sitting there praying yeah. that. So when wrong. did you get to the hospital? Were you back in a room when you got there? Uh no. She um after they checked and told her that um that we lost the baby. She called me like, hey, you know, we we lost the baby. And so I was- So you were alone for that part too. Yes, so I was already driving there. I was like- But he hadn't made it there Halfway yet. there, needed to get gas myself. Oh gosh. Because <laughs> we're good planners. Yeah, <laughs> well, you don't plan for this. Right. right. Um, so like the moment she told me, I was like, okay, well, I'm on my way. Like, don't worry, I'll be there soon. Um, and I'll start calling people basically, mm-hmm. so. Because um, I was like, well, I need to call my boss, let him know I'm not going to be in tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, I, I need to make sure that we, Grayson has somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. So I called my dad. And then um, I was already talking with um, my um, former youth pastor, who's just now a friend and um, mentor figure. So I was talking to him and his wife on the way. Um, 
because they had uh, two miscarriages before they had their first. Um, so we were just, yeah. you know, and I was telling like, hey, we're having complications. Please just distract me on the way up yeah, here. Right. Um, but, you know, I called them back and I was like, hey, you know, we did lose the baby. And th- the only thing they said to me was just, you know, we're sorry. Like, mm-hmm. we know you're hurting, but we can't do anything for you. But just say that we're sorry. Mm-hmm. So um, that was super helpful. And. Um, just able to call both sets of parents, just say, hey, this is what's going on, and just try to get to Warren as quickly as possible yeah. without speeding, because, you know, mm-hmm. highway patrols looking. <laughs> right. <laughs> you needed a police escort. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I remember I when it happened to me, I was like, just get me there, and if I get pulled over, they can actually just take me there. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> probably get faster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. This year's Emma's Footprints Memorial Walk is back in person and taking place on Saturday, October 9th at Penn State Barrent. This memorial walk gives friends and families of those who have experienced pregnancy and infant loss the opportunity to gather and remember the lives of their babies. If you know someone, or maybe you are that someone who has been touched by loss, please go to emmasfootprints.com to create a team or join one for this year's memorial walk. Saturday, October 9th, starting at 9 a.m. Join the walk to remember, celebrate, and support. And we're back with Tyler and Sarah, and we they were just explaining how they were getting to the hospital, and Tyler was on his way calling for support from some friends and family. Mm-hmm. So you got there. Did they rush you into a room? No, um, I met with the midwife and she gave us the option to like go straight to a room to do everything or to wait a night, like just so that way we could kind of like process things Mm -hmm. and then come back in the morning. So um, just because of Grayson and Mm -hmm. him being with his grandparents, like we just wanted to go home. Yeah. See him, hug him. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, just like be together for the night and then like make sure we had everything set up for him for the next day um so we chose to go home that night he got there we left one of our cars at the hospital and we drove back together and then his parents went and got it later for us yeah um, yeah so we went home got grayson and i mean he was just about four so he he's four now but he was um three Mm -hmm. at the time so he knew um that he was having a sibling. So we told him that Mm -hmm. the baby had passed away and Oliver was in heaven, but we had to go to the hospital the next day. Mm -hmm. Did he cry? Did he? He was sad. He cry. He was sad and he just like looked and he was like, so can I see my baby brother? And Mm -hmm. we were like, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. So we were explaining it to him and, um, then we just like went home and we spent like just time hanging out and playing yeah. with him. Did you get yeah. any sleep that night, either of you? Um, I probably lot. slept better than she did. <laughs> I didn't sleep a lot. Just being honest. Yeah. <laughs> I can always sleep, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I didn't sleep a lot. They did give me some like 
uh, something to like calm my nerves yeah. down so yeah. I could sleep. So I did sleep a little. Right. But yeah. And we did go to the oh. store, got that for her. And while we were there, me and Grayson went and got an outfit for him oh. to be like his special outfit oh. and got a couple of little baby toys. And yeah. so and we were like, you know, you can pick out something to give your brother so oh. that way he has something from you. So oh, And we said really that sweet. he was taking it to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so this is stuff he gets to take to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can pick yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we even picked out one of his old blankets and we we're like, are you okay with us giving this to your brother? And he said, yes. Oh. So yeah. That is so wise of you guys. Yeah. Because you can't go back and redo that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, no. and so mm-hmm. the fact that you included him and right. for his little brother, that, mm-hmm. that I'm sure as painful as it was, yeah. how special mm-hmm. of a memory. Yeah, well, and he picked a little shark outfit oh. out. It was It's adorable. Mm-hmm. Well, and yesterday, Sarah and Grayson went to the store, and she was like, I did something. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she found another, like, version of it that was just shirt. Like, it was sitting there, and I was like, it looks... It's, I think it's the same exact one. So I just, like, grabbed it, and I was like, so we can put it in his box. Oh, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Grayson was like, does that need to go to Jesus, like, for <laughs> Oliver? And I was like, no, Oliver already has with one us. with Jesus. Like, this mm-hmm. one's for us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you get to the hospital that morning. Yeah. And they so, you on the Pitocin. Yeah, well, it took, like, a while because we didn't get to do the Pitocin right away because mm-hmm. my cervix wasn't thinned enough and all that, so I had to have medicine to thin that out. Mm-hmm. So we were there... I think we got there at like 10 yeah. and 9.30, 10 o'clock. And I didn't start the Pitocin until like 7 o'clock that night. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we were there all day. And my parents, because they live in North Carolina, they drove all night Aww. to um, be with us, just to sit with us. And uh, my midwife was really great. And she was like, I know COVID, but... I don't care, like, whoever you need to have come here, you can have come here. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll talk to whoever I need to. You can have whoever here. So it was really great because my parents could be at the hospital with us. And and they got to drive and make it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they drove all night and made it. (laughs) They were sleeping in the chairs Mm -hmm. in the hospital. Her dad's, like, falling asleep on the chair. We're like, you guys can go to the hotel. Like, Like, it's going to be a while. We're going to be here a while. Just go go take a nap. (laughs) Rest up. We need your energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what time was he born? He was born at four in the morning. Okay. Yeah. It was, um, it was definitely much different than when we had Grace. Oh, and yeah. It was super hard labor. Um, I was having contractions every minute and a half, but I wasn't, um, like Dilating. dilated enough. Yeah. So, and I was exhausted. So mm-hmm. they were like, well, why don't you have an epidural? So that way you can get some sleep. And the epidural didn't work. Uh-huh. <laughs> because you have got... scoliosis. <laughs> that's what no, I don't. that's what the doctor oh, just kept saying. <laughs> that's what the doctor kept saying. Like, do you have scoliosis? Is that's that's why this isn't working? I was like, mm-hmm. I don't. No, I, I really right. don't. Just put like, it in the wrong area. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had two epidurals, mm-hmm. and neither of them worked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the first one, they were like, "You need to go out of the room," and I was like, "Well, that's weird," because in Pittsburgh, I didn't have to do that. Right. So I was like, okay, well, if that's what the doctor wants, like, right. fine. And the second one was like, no, I'm staying right, right here. Yeah. Like, I'm in her eyesight. I'm not going anywhere. Right. So I was, like, so exhausted that, like, every time I wasn't contracting for, like, that minute, I was, I was like, trying to, like, sleep. sleep yeah. For, like, just for, like, a minute. 62 seconds. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I would, like, wake up and start contracting again. Oh, gosh. 
So finally, like, no epidurals working, and I just, like, I finally felt like I needed to push. So he was born at 4 in the morning. Mm. Um, Remind us his birthday. May 26th. Of this year. Of this year. Yeah, 2021. Not even three months ago. No. Right? Yeah, almost. You guys. Yeah. Okay, so where when did you first hear of Emma's footprints? Uh, well, my mom called uh, Bracken's funeral home, okay. and um, they they had told her about it. So then okay. she told us about Emma's, um, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they have like podcasts and like they have different resources for like different groups of people." So I was like, "Okay, well, I'll look for the podcast because that's stuff that's you know right. I'm always interested in listening to." Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that you can access that immediately. I know. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. from your hospital room, download our podcast and start listening without even really Mm -hmm. talking to us yet. Right. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. It took about a week, but afterwards, it was finally. Care package. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you called and talked to. Did you call? No, my mom. Okay. Called called Emma's. Because there was a point where we're like, we just can't communicate to anyone besides Mm -hmm. (laughs) our little circle. Mm hmm. Just too yeah. much, so you don't know what to say. And mm-hmm. well, I love your parents. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're they're all four amazing. So yeah. we're very thankful for them. But it's just, I guess, like in that short period of time, you're just so s- sick of hearing people say, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Right. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's great. You're sorry, but I don't want to deal with your yeah. <laughs> with yeah. you reacting to no. you know our baby. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. you're really so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the fact that I'm still wrapping my head around that it's. Not yeah, and you're three like months. three months. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like floored that you guys are here, which I'm thankful for because I think this is a huge. Since I joined Emma's, right? However many years ago that was, um, we just had the support group, which was great. But um, and not not just I shouldn't say that there were other resources, but the main resource of group was support mm-hmm. group, and. The women that came to it were the same women over and over again. And then all of a sudden, it's like we've grown and we are getting families so soon after a loss. And I just feel like it's just great. I mean, I'm sorry that you're here. I'm just glad that you are here because mm-hmm. somebody else is going to hear your podcast. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I you know? finally agreed to like come on because I figured somebody else is in the same place right. I was. And like as great as like the podcasts are to hear how people are doing long term way, mm-hmm. like. Right. We thought it would be good for somebody sure. to hear sooner. Like, hey, in a couple months, like, yeah, like it, things ish, ish, ish. <laughs> right? You know, things aren't so. Yeah, give still us, terrible, give us three not. things you think that have got you to this point. Not even three months out. Uh, well, one of the biggest things was uh, that Sunday afterwards. We're like, we're going to church. Like, just due to working on the house, like we were kind of hit or miss on attending or doing worship online. So we we're like, we we have to go. We have to mm-hmm. be there because I am involved with the youth group. So all the teenagers kind of knew. So I was like, you know, we we need to be there. Um, so we're actually singing the last song, and it's uh, Living Hope. Um, and so I'm just kind of singing, and she's running around with Grayson because uh, we're in, like, the gym. So they were kind of off. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, why is no one, like, here like, just, like, holding me? Like, I just right. feel like I need someone to be holding me. Like, I feel like I'm going to fall. Uh, and then I was I was sitting there. I was also singing, like, um, I can't remember how the song goes exactly, but it's like, you know, Jesus, you're my living hope. And so I was singing, like, this, it's Oliver's living hope. Like, mm-hmm. you know. 
the grave has no claim on Oliver, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still just saying, like, why is no one holding me? And all of a sudden, I felt uh, my son, like, tackle, like, my waist. Aww. And I just kind of, like, fell in my chair, like, just, like, holding on to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just that moment of just, okay, like, we're going to get through this. Like, mm-hmm. the three of us will be each other's supports through this, and we have our faith. But, you know, we're we're going to be okay. And we have our parents. Like, we're... We're not done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know we still we have our love for our son. That's not going to change. Um, right. It's just going to get bigger. Yeah. Um, but to add to that, um, my my mother-in-law looks like holding her arms out for Grace, and as he's like running, because at one point he said to you like, "I need to go to Daddy like mm-hmm. right now," mm-hmm. and so he like sprinted towards her and like. She's holding her arms, and he, like, juked past her he to get like to me. Oh, that's when he hugged you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's sweet. Yeah. And then after church, everyone prayed over us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, large group of people yeah. praying over us was really nice. So mm-hmm. so that support system yeah. is Yeah, like our support system, thing. our family, mm-hmm. our church family, yeah. Right. Uh, and you know there really hasn't been anyone that like no do not tell us about your baby like right, we don't right. want to hear it you know it's more or less we we've kind of taken the approach of well if we want to talk about our baby we're going to talk about him mm-hmm. like if we want to you know say something funny that happened at the hospital we're we're going to right. like mm-hmm. you know i'm right. going to talk about how uncomfortable the chair was i was trying to sleep on right. while she was having contractions <laughs> and suffering so yeah. i suffered too that day <laughs> oh my gosh but I think one of the other things that have just like helped me get going and like to know like like what you guys are doing is really important is like the amount of people that I've talked to since Oliver that they've had a miscarriage or they mm-hmm. have a loss and nothing like they mm-hmm. didn't deal with it yeah. like they didn't get to talk about it they didn't get that support like you know some of them were years ago but some of them were really recent yeah and you know I've had a friend like tell me about their miscarriage that you know really only like just like two other people know like right. but after all of her like she was able to tell me about it yeah. and so I just like that's been pushing me through that like I know this was terrible and I I would love to have Oliver back but can yeah. use it he's for. doing big things already right. mm-hmm. yeah he's bringing that you know just that's a huge testimony for right for you um, right. other people can open up to you and you mm-hmm. didn't I mean you said you've known them for years and you right. didn't know that they had a loss yeah. right. I mean in a, in a sense you gave them permission mm-hmm. which is obviously what Emma's gave mm-hmm. me permission it's just like a mm-hmm. ripple effect yep. eventually and it's hopefully normalizing what is our normal at this right. point mm-hmm. and um, you know sharing just like you said people some of them didn't happen that long ago their losses and it's like hello we're right here right yeah i've been talking about this for a really long time you know i feel really bad that you haven't shared any of that like it's so much to carry on your own and so yeah speaking speaking it out so and then you can refer them hey there's this Mm -hmm. like call emma's Mm -hmm. this is what they do this is right they walk beside you and give them kind of that lifeline doesn't matter when your loss was Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. well and i definitely will say that you guys have really given us that permission to like you know like our child is gonna be something that gives people hope it's not just our our secret like you know oliver is gonna be talked about and they can just get over it no no, you're right a (laughs) hundred percent how did you come up with oliver was that 
set. Oh, we we debated and we debated about. We did a little bracket. Yeah, we did. We <laughs> did a bracket. He did a bracket at youth group, like with the mm-hmm. kids. We did not like the names they. Have. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like, that's a no. But one of the names they had said was Oliver. It was, and just it, didn't it win, just. <laughs> You know, something about it just felt right. Yeah. Uh, and and we, even my cousin had suggested it, like, because mm-hmm. we had, like, put on Facebook, oh, we need to come up with a baby boy name, because, like, Grayson was easy. We, knew like, as soon as we knew it, he was a boy, it was Grayson, done. Mm-hmm. But, uh, right, like, we put it on Facebook, like, hey, we need suggestions for babies' names. And my cousin was like, oh, my sister and I were talking about, like, if we ever had another boy, which their kids are a lot older so they weren't going to yeah they were like we like the name oliver and i was like i really like that name yeah Yeah. well because middle names are really important for us Mm -hmm. like um grayson has edward which is my dad's middle name Mm -hmm. and then also is my grandpa's name and then david is my middle name and also my other grandfather's name so So it was really important to us to be able to pass those on so yeah definitely i love that all right, we got three questions for you. We Which, do. if you're if you if you've been listening to since the podcast, you already know the questions. Yeah, I will say it's been a while since I've listened, okay. so I, mean, I can't remember all three good, the questions. Good, it's been a minute since I've asked. Them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what uh, this? You're kind of this is you, but uh, another family. What would you tell a family that has just experienced a loss? Just take time for yourself and for your spouse, and be okay with you not being in the same place. Mm-hmm. But as long as you just remind each other that you love them, that you're here for them, you know, like, because our grief looked very similar the first week of just both of us being a puddle of, you know, tears and a mess. But then I was, I stopped crying after like that that Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think for her, it felt like, okay, I'm no longer crying. So am I still feeling this, this hurt and whatnot? And she, she knows my emotions. So like, she can tell if I'm upset or, you know, if I'm a little more on a grumpier side, like, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm still feeling it, but you know, she was still (laughs) crying a lot and it's okay. And just, you know, just us still being there for each other, Mm -hmm. even though it looks completely different. Mm And But like, we as a family all grieve differently. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you have kids, like, it's okay for there going to be ups and downs of extremes. Like, there's Mm -hmm. moments when Grayson just cries and says he misses his baby brother. Mm -hmm. And then literally a second later, he is asking about some toy and running around the house. And you're like, wait, I'm still processing. (laughs) Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what you just asked me. Okay. (laughs) Like, but that's normal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. your emotions are the same way too. <laughs> right. You can be, you know, oh, yeah. crying and then you're well, cooking dinner or something. He's unfortunately learned that if he says, "Oh, I miss my baby brother," then we'll go, "Oh, that's okay." And like a lot of people will like just, you know, we'll do whatever he wants them to do. Mm-hmm. So we're like, no, no, no. Just because you miss yeah. your baby brother does you not still mean you have to pick up your yeah. right. You still have to clean up. I'm sorry. <laughs> so so walk that fine balance of like, they yeah, it's so okay to grieve, they but. Are. Mm-hmm. So you can cry and pick up your toys yeah. at the same yeah. time. We can exactly. <laughs> You're allowed to have your emotions, but you still have to sit. <laughs> um, okay, second. What are you learning about yourself as you continue on your grief journey? I mean, I guess I've learned that I'm a lot stronger than I gave myself credit for before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I guess I've, I'm, I mean, nobody ever imagines having to go through this, but, like, I don't 
even at the beginning, I don't think that I thought I was going to survive this. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I will just echo that of, like, I didn't realize I could be as firm and as strong. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, when we're signing away papers at the funeral home, like, wow. I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to do it because no who no one else can right. yeah. like yeah. i was like i'm not gonna make her do it so i guess it's just me <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's a heavy moment to be in it but is. Yeah. Yes. and have well, that then, conversation in your right. head well even going and picking up his ashes i yeah. was like i guess i just have to and mm-hmm. just i'll buckle him in his you know the car seat and right just yeah things you go. never thought you could do or get through right, right. Know. okay and how would you describe grief in one word This is one we talked about, I so I can't remember what we answered before. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it was hard to describe in one word, but I think it's it's different. Like, it's different for everybody. It's different day to day, so different would be oh, a I like good that. word. Because it's never the same. Like, I grieve differently, like, yesterday than I did today, and, you know, we grieve differently, and, yeah. That's mm-hmm. right, and it, each milestone is going to look different each mm-hmm. birthday is going to look different right than the, mm-hmm. it did before mm-hmm. yeah. that's a good word i would say gauntlet Ooh. <laughs> like mm. it's just like those like challenge courses where there's just like all these American different gladiators. obstacles right yes. or like yeah. wipe out yeah. you know like <laughs> you're like yeah today i can handle the Smash big red balls <laughs> and then you're just like falling over and you know it comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. yeah and you're just it. up in the water the muddy water <laughs> exactly Stuck. We should do an Emma basically stuck. <laughs> Can't get out. We but, should recreate that. Right. But there are like those tasks where you're like, okay, I did get through this today. Like uh-huh. I'm gonna be okay. Okay, well I got through this yesterday, but not today. Right. Like yeah. and it is it is just different. It's always different. Even, you know, hour to hour sometimes even. Like we'll be having a great family day and everything's good, and then we'll just look at each other like eh, it yeah. could be better. Right. Yeah. We're missing something. Right. Yeah. Something's not right. But I love that you are communicating through it mm-hmm. because that those things happen. And when you don't communicate through them, it just like pulls you apart and drives a wedge like little by little mm-hmm. in those moments every day, those little moments when you're not when you're having that good day and it comes out of nowhere. And if you don't communicate, it just pulls you apart, you know, right. and you don't notice it until it like explodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm just, you know, kudos to you guys for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's super inspiring. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Right. And we were just, you know, the big thing is we were just thinking about the fact of like, even though our loss is recent, like there's still people having a loss every single day. Oh, yeah. You know, today someone had a miscarriage, mm-hmm. somebody had a stillbirth. And so, you know, someone's going to be looking today, like, where are the answers? Like, where can I get support? And, you know, so even though it's been super short, it's also been like a long time yeah. in a way, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's going to be okay. Well, what I'm hearing you say, Tyler, is you're going to, um, any dad that's listening and yeah. wants to talk to you. <laughs> yes. He's a As talker. So. A grieving dad. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like you're going to be on our grieving dad committee. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It takes a lot for me not to talk. So I try <laughs> not to. When when she starts talking, I like to give her that space. Okay, I'll let you talk. And I, I won't say anything. And I'm just like, my turn to talk. Let me talk. <laughs> I love <Okay>. talking. Learning. <laughs> exactly. We're talking. So, yeah, if you're a dad listening to this, um, we will connect you with Tyler. <laughs> That's and fine. if you're a mom that, you know, has resonated with Sarah's story, too. Because as, as you'll find out by talking about all of our 
it's helping you on mm-hmm. your grief journey as it's helping them, right. you know, through theirs. So, well, yeah. welcome. Mm-hmm. Sorry that you're in the club. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to the club. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's we okay. have told Oliver that it's okay if he's friends with like Emma yeah. and Gus That's and right. the other losses we have. You know, we'll say, okay, you you're know. You're allowed to play with them. Right. Right. <laughs> We've met some other people who lost. You and have you're, friends. Yeah, right. you're allowed to be friends with yeah. them. So. Well, and I was talking to my friend who had opened up to me about her miscarriage. She was like, do you think our babies are friends in Aww. heaven? I was like, I absolutely think Aww. they're friends in heaven. Yeah. Guarantee it. Already besties. Right. Yeah. And our grandmas are definitely there loving him and loving whoever babies are there yeah, too. Right. So I said that my grandma, because she was always a baby hog, that she uh, baby pushed hog. everybody out baby of the hog. way to well, get to him all whenever know he made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, I mean, my grandma loves Jesus, but I think she might have pushed Jesus yeah. to get to him with a baby. <laughs> get her little elbows out. Mm-hmm. Welcoming him home. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you for coming into the studio. Thank yes. you for sharing Oliver with us, being open, transparent, yes. thank and willing you. to, for you know, walk mm-hmm. on this journey. And yeah. uh, we will see you next time on Confessions of a Grieving Mother. Mm-hmm.